Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. Hey guys, this is Amy. And um, this wasn't today's topic that was on the calendar that was planned for today. I don't have a super uh, buttoned up agenda and topics that I want to cover. I just need to talk from the heart right now. And I also want to just address the fact that I'm not going to say things perfectly. I may not say what you need to hear. I may not say things the right way. And I don't know that anybody right now has the right words to necessarily address what's going on. And I also kind of struggled with, do I talk about what's going on in America right now? Do I talk about the protest? Do I talk about George Floyd? Do I talk about racial inequality and all the things that are happening? Because I felt like, you know, that's not what my podcast is about. My podcast is about confidence and body image and weight issues and ultimately empowerment. And I can't continue to talk about women's empowerment without also addressing racial inequality. And that just kind of solidified my decision that I needed to address this. And I, in good conscience, could not move forward with today's episode without addressing what's going on right now in the U.S. and just the fact that we are not in a normal situation right now. Um, and so, again, let me just address the elephant in the room is that I may not say the right things. I'm just going to speak what what I feel like God or the universe needs me to say in this time, um, and I hope that it, it helps in some way. I also know that, you know, just – recording a podcast and me using my platform to say something isn't going to change much. But I think when we all have that, and so let me just back up a second. I didn't know if I should make this podcast or not. I didn't know if I should speak on this topic or not because I felt like, is it my place right now as a non-black woman, should I be speaking on this topic? I didn't know if it was my place. And after listening to others, watching, reading, first of all, I can't stay quiet when I see things are, um, when I see inequality, I can't stay quiet. I, I naturally have something in me that wants to stand up for other people and wants to be loud about it. So there's that. Um, but I kind of I kind of struggle with that a little bit, and and I kind of came to the decision that it is my place that I, I need I do need to say something, even though what I say, I know it's never enough, I know it's not going to change everything or anything at all, but I think when we all collectively come together, and start speaking up and speaking out and taking action, that's when things are going to change. If every person, if every non-person of color sits around and says, it's not my place, I can't speak on this, we just continue to do what we've always done and nothing changes. And everybody needs to get uncomfortable and and not worry if they're going to say the wrong thing and not, because we're not going to say the right things, right? We're not going to make everyone happy. We're not going to... Uh, we're not going to please every single person that listens to us with what we're going to say right now. But I think what matters here is that you're 
you're getting up and you're trying and you're engaging in conversation and you're trying to be open-minded and you're trying to listen to the opinions and thoughts of other people and not get defensive about what your own biases are. And I think that's what matters. And so, you know, I just, I need to speak from the heart and I know that I won't say the right things. And, you know, but I... Have a responsibility when these kinds of things are happening. I have a platform and I have a voice and I need to speak on it. Because even though racial inequality is not what my podcast is about, and that's not, you know, why you come here to listen to me every week, at the heart and soul of what irresistible you means is to become an empowered woman. And you can't become an empowered woman. When we have all of these other inequalities going on to our other sisters and women out here, we have to do what we can to support one another. And so this is my small contribution way of being able to do that. And I don't plan on stopping here, Um, you know, and I want to provide you with resources as well on how you can speak up, how you can make a difference, how you can, you know, get involved. Because here's what I do know. None of us, so here, I I see a lot of white people that just get on Facebook and say, I just, I'm not on Facebook to deal with politics. Well, I'm going to say this, and if it pisses people off, good, because you're probably not someone I want in my community anyway. The people that hear, like, that say those kinds of things, it must be nice for you to just be able to turn it all off. That's your privilege speaking, okay? And what is happening right now with George Floyd and so many other black people, that is not politics, guys. And if you think inequalities and police brutality and systematic racism is just politics and I don't talk about politics, that's your privilege speaking, Okay, and I am not black. My family is not black, but I also do not have the ability to just turn the TV off and act like nothing is happening. Okay, my husband is an immigrant. My husband is Mexican. Our children are half Mexican and half white. And I'm not trying to say this to undermine the challenges and the struggles that black people have. That is not why I'm bringing this up. Why I'm bringing this up is because I, from where I sit, this is my experience. Okay. And I know that this exists. I know that these problems have been here forever. I have experienced it and witnessed it as a friend multiple, multiple times throughout my life where I have seen my friends, when we are out together, my black friends, be racially profiled, be pulled over, be asked, what are you doing in this neighborhood? My husband has been put in the back of a police car for a traffic stop where he did nothing wrong. And it's like that whole thing, if you think this is just about black people, At what point do they come for you too? 
And right now, it is about black lives. And I firmly and wholeheartedly believe that black lives matter and we have to do better. We have to do better about having these conversations. Right now, my palms are sweating. (laughs) My anxiety is through the roof because I know that I'm going to say things that are going to piss people off. I know that I'm going to say things that aren't the correct way of saying things. But the only way we start saying the right things is having the conversations in the first place. And, you know, I'm not shocked by... I am shocked by the things that are going on, but I already knew that they were going on. I have been with my friends and, and, and been in these situations. It wasn't directed towards me, so I can't speak from it as my own personal experience, but I'm not one of these white people that just sits here and is like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening in 2020. This has been happening. There was a quote that went around recently about, um, racism isn't getting worse. It's getting videotaped. And people that haven't had exposure to it or don't realize this is a thing are now seeing with their own eyes that this is not something that people just make up. You know, um, and I know that my children will never experience the same level of racism or discrimination as someone who is black. I know that. My children are also not white. (laughs) They may have my, well, my daughter She has light skin, but she does not look white. And I know that other people look at our family a certain type of way. And I'm not trying to use me like, oh, look at the white lady talking, making it all about her. No. I just want to bring awareness to the fact that this shit is real, you guys. It's real. And I don't think any of us can sit around and afford to just say it's politics and turn the TV off and go, I just need to watch everything positive. Like the people right now that are the positivity pushers, I literally want to punch them in the face. No fucking shit, Sherlock. We need positivity. No fucking shit, Sherlock. We need to talk about the positive things and, and all the beautiful things that people are doing and helping. And obviously, but I feel like right now, that ain't it, boo. This ain't the time. Right now, people are angry and rightfully angry. People are upset and pissed off. And you need to, and I feel like the positivity pushers right now are the people, like the positivity pushers are the people that can't handle everyone else's emotions. They don't want to deal with it. And they get to just turn it off and act like it's not happening because in no way, shape, or form does it affect them and their families. And I know for me personally, I don't get to do that. Because even though my family isn't black, my family also isn't white. And when you don't, it's like that whole quote about first they come for this person, then they come, and and then when is it you? So we have to start doing better. We have to start speaking up. We have to take a stand and your silence is you taking a stand also. Your silence is compliance. And you know, for some people and myself included over the weekend, 
I just needed time to pull my thoughts together. I was sharing and talking about things on my personal platform. On my public platform, not as much because I didn't want to say the wrong thing. And I think that's what a lot of people are feeling right now is they're so afraid to say the wrong thing that they're going to come across as the insensitive, you know, entitled white Karen figure that they feel like they're going to say the wrong thing and it's going to be worse. So they just stay quiet and they stay paralyzed, even though I don't know any person that could watch that video and not feel like a visceral reaction to it. And if you watch that video and you didn't have a visceral reaction, I don't know. You might want to you might want to look into that because it was absolutely horrific. It was hard to watch. And if it doesn't make you piss the fuck off, then you need to really question your views and and where you're coming from and and why that is. Um you know, just saying I don't want to engage in this and this is all political and I don't do politics. This isn't politics, guys. This is humanity. This is humanity. And we have to do better. I have to do better. You have to do better. And I'm going to put together some resources in the show notes that you can go and check out, be it websites, books, things like that, so that we can keep having this conversation. Because again, you know, I go back to women's empowerment. How can you be an empowered woman if other women around you are being held down? If other men and women around you are being held down? And the more we all become empowered in our own selves, the more we're able to help other people. And I think, you know, I was just kind of thinking about like, you know, what the hell am I going to talk about in this episode? Like, I just, I need to speak from the heart. I know I'm going to fuck it up. I know I'm going to say things that might sound insensitive or wrong or whatever, but I would rather do this than to act as though it's not happening and stay quiet. Because even if what I say influences one other person out there to take a stand to speak up for someone else, to take action, then I have done my job. And I can't continue to move forward knowing I have a public platform and a voice and I can't stay quiet about this. I just can't. And I was also just thinking about, you know, could I give any advice? I don't know the, I don't know the answers, guys, because the thing about racism and injustice and police brutality and all of the things, there isn't a one solution answer. And I think a lot of people just get really frustrated because they can't, you know, I've seen other, uh, if you guys just want to see the worst in humanity, you go and look at the comment section on, on a post. And I've seen people saying things like, well, they arrested him. Why are they protesting? That is the most out of touch. You just don't fucking get it response that I have ever seen in my life. You know, (laughs) And a lot of people live in their little bubble of privilege and literally think that everybody should just get over it at that point when it's not just about that. It is so much deeper, so much more complicated, so much more messy, and so much bigger than that. Um, and there isn't 
there isn't anything that one of us can do individually that will be enough. But like I said, when we collectively come together and we put our, you know, we, we decide like, I'm not going to sit here and stay quiet and compliant to what's going on. When everybody little by little, it's all those, and it's what I tell my clients even when we talk about change. It's the culmination of little itty bitty decisions and changes that, you know, come together and form massive change. And I was thinking, you know, I'm not qualified to sit here and talk about how to change racism. That's, and quite frankly, I don't think racism ever goes away. You know, and I think you're living in a really Pollyanna-ish world if you think it's going to completely go away one day. That's not going to happen. That's just reality. And I'm not qualified to give you the answers on how we change it, what we do, what policies we get implemented, what the government needs to do, what the states need to do, what we, like, I, that's not my forte, that is not my wheelhouse, that is not what I'm qualified to speak on. And when I started thinking about what can I do from where I sit and what can I teach and share with my community from where I'm qualified to speak and what I'm qualified to speak on is confidence, empowerment, body image, self-worth, self-love. That is what I am qualified to speak about. And when I think about all of that, I wanted to kind of just share some thoughts that I had around some ways that you can, because here's what I think. I think ultimately, you know, some of the ways we can work towards improving the situations and eradicating racism on some level is we have to do the work on ourselves. And anyone who has a racist heart, who is full of hate, who would (laughs) gain obvious pleasure with their hand in their pocket while they literally strangle someone to death with their leg. Anyone that is that type of person, I'm going to be very clear with you, that type of person doesn't like who they are. That is the type of person who has deep-seated hatred and self-loathing for whatever reason. Because If you are a person that has self-worth and self-love, it's very hard for hatred and racism to be part of that picture. And so I think that a lot of the work begins on ourself. And we have to start really looking inward because all of us have had racist thoughts. And when I say that, you might go, no, 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 not me, not me, and get all defensive. I promise you, you've had racist thoughts. You have stereotyped people. You have judged people based on their ethnicity, their race, what they look like. I've done it. I'm not going to sit here and act like I've never done it. We've all done it. And when you say something like that, it doesn't mean you're the type of person who goes and goes on a power trip and decides to kill someone who's unarmed. That's a whole nother level of racism. That's like the top level. But there's these other little like 
ways that we say things or do things. And I think we just have to come back and do the work on ourselves. And and so here's just some of the things I was thinking about is, you know, we talk a lot on here about thought work and and redirecting and rewriting the rules and the thoughts that we have about ourselves and the world. And that's something I think you need to start doing with everything going on is to say, well, wait a second. Why am I having this thought about that person based on what they look like? Why did I move to the other side of the street because I saw a black person in a, in a hoodie? Why am I thinking this way about this? Like, Because we all have thoughts that pop into our brain about about people based on experiences, things we've heard from society, all of that kind of stuff. And I think it's time to stop getting defensive and start listening to what other people are going through. And that begins with questioning your own thoughts. Because just because you think something doesn't mean it's the truth. And so I want you starting there is why am I getting defensive when Amy says I might have racist thoughts? Why is that? Let's start questioning. Let's start processing and redirecting our thoughts because it's just so, so important, you guys, because for so many of us, you know, you go through life and you've just always thought something, but you've never really stopped to think, well, why am I thinking this? It's the same thing we talk about our weight and our body image and and confidence is like you've never stopped and questioned why you have the beliefs you have. And I'm just asking you to get really curious without being in judgment, without being in judgment of others and what other people are going through because that's not your experience. And I think a lot of white people do a really bad job of trying to think that they can tell other people, black people, what their experience is. And that has to stop because you don't know their experience. I don't know their experience. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I do. But what I shared earlier is I know the experience of my own family. I know the experience I had with some of my friends, but I can never, ever, ever know what it was like for them to get turned away at the door at the club because they were black. It hurt me. It was hard as hell, but I will never know that experience from their shoes, from where they sit. And so I think we needed to start shutting the fuck up a little bit more and listening and questioning and getting really curious. And when I say not to be in judgment of others and also of yourself, you know, if you're having thoughts and thinking things and, you know, finding yourself getting in denial and then doing the whole, I'm just going to turn this off. I don't do politics. Okay, let's let's process that a little bit more. Let's question that. Let's get curious AF about why. Because we have to start with ourselves. We just have to start here. If we ever want to get to a point where we can affect change across the board. So we're going to get, we're going to just get curious AF and question and be, and do all of this without being in judgment of ourselves and others. And I think also, you know, just as you're listening to other people or watching videos or reading things and you're having these like immediate 
like an immediate reaction or an immediate thought that maybe isn't so helpful and to question yourself and say, is this helping the conversation? How can I be of service? How can I be helpful? How can I, and that might be asking someone that question, right? Um, And just really, it's just, it just goes back to being curious and, and really wanting to explore and understand more. And I really think you have to start with your own thoughts and your own biases and your own beliefs and the things that are coming up for you. Because I think no matter what color you are, there's things that are coming up for you right now. And if they're not, then, well, maybe you're in denial. <laughs> um, and it goes back to what can I do from where I sit to help? And I think it's just continuing also to empower each other to gain radical self-love and radical self-awareness because when we're radically self-aware of ourself we start to break down and dissect all of these rules and beliefs that we've always had maybe it was things we heard growing up maybe it was you know that whole phrase this was how I was raised you don't get to use that excuse anymore because you're an adult and now you get to make your own rules And so if you're still walking around saying, well, this was just how I was raised. I always heard this word growing up or that phrase. Well, you're an adult and you need to take ownership and accountability and it's time to fucking change. So becoming radically self-aware to your biases, your thoughts, your beliefs, the rules that you have about yourself and the rest of the world. Um, And when you become radically self-aware, then you can operate from a place of working on self-love and self-worth. And I think people that are racist, that are hateful, there's no way that you can be those things and have an abundance of self-love and self-worth. I feel like self-love and self-worth is the antidote to hatred and racism. Because if I love who I am and I feel worthy I want to be able to spread that to other people, to empower other people. And I think back to, and this, again, I'm not saying the right things. Somebody's going to get upset. And it might seem weird for me to use this comparison, but this is just what I'm going to do. All right. I think back to before I did the work on my emotional weight and my confidence when I was in the thick of self-loathing because of my size and my weight. I could never look at a pretty woman who had what I considered, you know, the perfect body, a beautiful body, a beautiful face. I could never look at her and give her props for what she was. It was always, oh my God, look at that bitch. Look at that slut. Look at that. And I would degrade and disempower and belittle another woman. And the only reason for that was because I didn't like who I was. I didn't love myself. And as I started to do this work on myself, I have no issue seeing another woman who is clearly more beautiful and, you know, better looking and all these things than I am. And like, yes, girl, like you better own that. Like you can't be a hateful person if you are full of an abundance of self-love and self-worth. 
And so if you don't know how to affect change, if you don't, if you feel hopeless right now and helpless, because I think so many of us feel helpless because we feel like whatever we say or do is like taking an eyedropper to drain the ocean. So you start on the inside, you start with yourself and you start with how can I love myself more? How can I fill myself up and take better care of myself and and see myself as worthy so that I can also help other people see the same? Because when I feel worthy, when I feel loved, when I feel empowered, I get to go empower someone else. That's how you as an individual get to feel some sense of change and control in this very, very frustrating messy, complicated situation that we're all in because we are all in it. And if you think this is only a black issue, you've got a lot of work to do on yourself because this is so much bigger than just black people. We as non-black people have to chip in. We have to join the conversation. We have to say, what is it that I can do better about myself? How can I change the thoughts that I'm having the biases that I have, because we all have them. But have you questioned them? Have you gotten out of your own, like, fragile denial that you're in and decided it's not about me? How can I understand and just take all of this in without jumping to conclusions and without jumping into my own fragile denial? And when you just want to turn it off and act like nothing's happening, that is like the epitome of privilege. Do you think a black person gets to just turn off the TV and say, well, this, fuck this. I don't want to deal with this anymore. No. (laughs) No, that's, that's not a privilege that is, is there for someone of color. So it's just really asking yourself like, okay, How can I really dig deeper and question what I'm believing and where I'm feeling? When you're starting to feel like um, resistance, denial, all of these different things, it's like asking yourself, okay, where is this coming from? Instead of just saying, well, I don't want to talk about this, turn off the TV. And I think another way, too, that we um, contribute and help to do our part, you know, there's many things that we can all be doing, but again, all I'm qualified to speak about you guys is what I know for sure from my level of expertise and empowerment and confidence. These are some of the things that I'm just kind of coming up with. And again, I'm not going to say it the right way. So I'm not here to be perfect. I'm not here to, yep, this is the end all be all. This is just starting the conversation. This is it. This is just the very beginning of what needs to become a much deeper, longer, thought-provoking, change-provoking conversation, okay? And so one of the other things I was thinking about, for those of my listeners who are mothers, parents, aunts, uh, maybe you, anyone that has influence over children, okay? You don't have to just be a parent for for this example, I really, truly believe, you know, we have to start 
with kids in the home and the way that we talk about other races is so incredibly important because kids, as you know, they're like little sponges, okay? And we can and, and we can do our best to set that foundation, to say the right things at home, to, you know, give them different types of toys and books and, and have these conversations. But we all know when they're out in the real world, they are going to experience the thoughts and views of other people and also be the victims of racism as well. So again, though, where are you helping your kids to gain this foundation that this is not okay, that we do not tolerate this? And so I think that's really important. Again, whether you're a parent or whether you have some type of influence as an educator or you work with children in some way, how can you influence and have these conversations with your kids? And it's not just about racism. Let me be very clear. Let's go back to self-love and self-worth. A person who is a racist, who is filled with hatred towards another group of people, is not a person who probably came from a home with a lot of self-love, a lot of love and empathy and, you know, empowering conversations and empowering parenting. So... I think these conversations, you know, about race, yes, but also how are you empowering your children to love themselves? How are you empowering your children to be confident, to try new things, to make mistakes, to learn from their mistakes? Because I promise you the people that grow up to be hateful, racist people didn't grow up in those types of homes. So... We need to talk about race with our kids, but we also need to be parenting and raising our kids in a way for them to see their own self-worth, for them to love themselves, for them to have confidence, for them to be curious and explore and not be afraid of failing and falling down. And I think that is one of the most important jobs we all have in this in this this dynamic right that's just something that we all really have to think about and we have to take action because talking about it listen i talked about this last week guys accountability i love you your support your listenership you guys leaving reviews you guys coming into the podcast every week it is something that i never take for granted i am grateful for each and every one of you But if you want to affect change in your own life or in another person's life or in the world, it's not enough to just listen to this. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode on accountability, I I want you to go back and I want you to hear that because I think it, it definitely applies to this topic as well. It is not enough to sit and listen to this podcast to get fired up, to get in, you know, empowered, to feel like, yes, inspired and motivated and all the things. And then what? You go back to your normal life. And that's what I don't want to see happen from everything going on right now. You know, it's, it's top of mind. It's in the news. It's all over TV. Every brand, every person is speaking out and talking on this topic. And then what happens with it all? What happens? What happens? So 
what can you do? It's going back to what can I do to take action? What can I do to be of service? What can I do to be a better ally? What can I do to be a better listener? What can I do to not jump to my fragile denial that I always go to? What can I do? And sometimes it's just shutting up and listening and not making it all about yourself, right? Um, and, and I think it's also speaking up even though you don't know what to say and just doing what I'm doing. Like I sat here and I was like, oh my God, am I, what am I going to say? How am I going to say it? They're going to judge me. They're going to say this. I'm going to, I'm going to piss someone off. I'm going to offend. And you know what? That's just the reality of life. I don't care what topic it is. That's going to happen. I think this topic it's under a microscope because it is such a sensitive, complicated, messy, hurtful, um, topic. But if we continue to stay quiet, nothing changes, nothing. And I want to raise my children. I don't want my children to be the type of children that will sit in the cafeteria or sit at school and see another person get bullied, get called names, or be discriminated against. I want to raise children that are empowered to be leaders, to speak up, and to call people out when they're being wrong and when they're treating someone in the wrong way. That's the type of children that I want to raise. And so I really think how we parent and how we raise kids is one of the most important things we could do And none of this is going to change overnight. None of this is going to change in in the next generation. But I think the more we start to work on ourselves, work on our kids, work on our own biases, work on our own thoughts and beliefs and rules and patterns and things that we've just always believed that's the way it is. The more we can do that individually, collectively you start to see some things that are going to be different. And that's just one piece of the puzzle. Then there's policy. Then there's, you know, (laughs) all the other things that have to happen systematically. And that's a bigger thing. And and so when you think of that, it's overwhelming. And, you know, it's going to take all of the pieces of the puzzle for anything to even move in the slightest little bit. So, again... I just had to get this off my chest. I wanted to speak from the heart. I wanted to address what was going on and let you guys know that, you know, these types of issues when it comes to race are very important to me. Black lives matter to me. I can't continue to live in a world where things happen to George Floyd and all the other people. I I can't. And I know that I personally can't do enough to make the change, but I know starting the conversation, continuing the conversation, the way I raise my kids, the way I question my own biases, the way I question other people when I hear things that are not right, the more that's like the one sliver of, of what I can maybe do 
into the movement. And, and if there's other things, if you, if you are a person of color and you're listening to this, um, I welcome your feedback. I do. Um, I'm not going to welcome people to share hate. I'm not going to welcome people to, um, you know, share that kind of stuff, but I am, I'm open to constructive criticism and feedback because I think you have to do the same. We cannot get better until we listen and understand other people's stories and journeys and struggles more. So I am going to put together a blog post that I will, um, I will link in the show notes um, today at some point and put some resources in there for you around some of these topics um, in some books and websites and things from other colleagues of mine that I think would be, um, would be important. And I think, you know, too, just, just be open guys. Just, just open your minds, listen, question, get curious and figure out what you can do from where you sit in the world. How can you contribute to the conversation in a way that's positive, in a way that can ultimately help change what's happening, okay? Um, I will catch you inside the Facebook group. I will also um, catch you on Instagram. If you want, you can follow me on Instagram at Irresistible Icing, and I will also post the link to the Facebook group. You can just Google Irresistible You in the Facebook search bar. That is where we will continue the conversations in the Facebook group and on my Instagram. I hope you guys have an amazing week, all things considered that are going on. Until the next episode, stay irresistible. Bye, guys.